Welcome to Pieces for My Puzzle. I'm your host, Nikki Ship, and I'm excited to be sharing with you my life with a son on the spectrum. This podcast is for anyone who is looking for quick tips and perspective, but most of all, for hope and inspiration. So sit back, relax, and let's put the pieces together. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pieces for My Puzzle. My name is Nikki, and I am your puzzle master for today. I am so excited for us to be having another guest speaker on the show, which I'll introduce in just a moment. Last week, we talked about finding a service provider and how to interview HAB providers for your home. But this week, we're going to talk a little bit about how to protect your child financially. So I would love to introduce to you Christina Anderson. Christina, thank you so much for being on the show today. Yes, thank you, Nikki. I really appreciate it. I'm really excited to be talking about this. This is a topic that we don't really talk about very often, and I think it needs to be talked about. So I'm really looking forward to it. Before, though, I do want to tell you a little bit about Christina. So let me get my glasses on here and make sure that I do your bio some justice here. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Christina has a a really uh, quite a varied background in such things as music, music education and performance, music ministry, working with special needs students, office management, finance, and being a business owner herself. She is also the mother of three grown boys and is proud to have two beautiful grandchildren. She spent 21 years as an Army wife, and her middle son is in active duty now as an Army Ranger instructor. Thank you for his service. And Christina is passionate about educating people about finances and providing the best advice possible for each individual based on their situation. So I'm just going to kind of jump right into it here, but I, I, I want you to tell your story, Christina, because it's so interesting to me. I, um, you know, this podcast is primarily geared towards kids on the spectrum. However, we do realize that special needs and dis- disabilities can be vast. So tell us a little bit about how you got into this industry, because, I mean, it sounds like you went into music and then finance, which is really two totally opposite types of, of industry. So yes, tell it, us, it tell really us a little is. bit about how you got, how you got into this industry. Um, basically, you know, I was a music teacher. I taught private lessons. I did all kinds of things, you know, um, music ministry. And I worked with chapels with the military, did all of that kind of stuff. And then about seven years ago, a little over seven years ago, my oldest son was in a horrible car accident. And it was two days before he turned 25. So when that happened, you know, I was just kind of devastated, worried about what was going to happen for my future and his future and all of that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. So, you know, I was actually working as an executive assistant for a financial planning company because when you have a music major and you do music stuff, you kind of have to do something else at the same time. (laughs) So, you know, it's it's just one of those things, you know, and and most people in the music industry kind of understand that too. Unless you make it big, you know, you're doing other things as well. Um, And so this financial planning company that I was working for at the time really helped me by giving me some guidance as to things I might need to put into place to make sure that we were financially okay in the future. Because the last thing that I wanted to worry about and that most people want to worry about 
when they're going through something especially as devastating as that or having a special needs child, the extra stress just can kind of put you over the top. And I realized that with all that I learned about it, I wanted to be able to be an advocate for people just like I'd learned to be an advocate for my son. And, you know, he's doing amazing today. He really is. He's driving. He's, you know, going above and beyond. He's working part time. He's still disabled. He still has a traumatic brain injury. Okay. But, um, you know, so he still has certain things like a special needs child would have. But I needed to make sure that he was taken care of for the future. Wow. So, So, you know, since I had had a little bit of guidance, they kind of pushed me into, um, looking into getting my licensing as a financial advisor and at that time I couldn't have done it you know there was just too much going on too much stress and the licensing procedure you have to go through to become a financial advisor is very extensive so um, about three and a half years ago I decided to take the plunge and get my licensing so I've worked in finance for about seven years, but as a licensed advisor for the last three. Good for you. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. And I'm sure it's probably really eye-opening. I, I mean, I would, even for me, it's when Drayson was diagnosed, it's the last thing you think about, right, is the financial part of it. Yes. So talk about being in the right place at the right time for you. Oh, it was To perfect. have that help. That's really amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think what's even great, what's even great about this too, is that you sharing that story because it's not something like I said that we easily think about. But now this is a potential could be on the forefront of of people's minds, right? Which I think is is absolutely amazing. So, have you found that it's difficult for parents to know what to do to get help for their for their children? You know, I I know it's very difficult for people to. Um, start getting help for their children, especially about finances, because most people don't even know where to start. Right. You know, it's like you said, it's not something you think about. It's the last thing on your mind. How do you put things into place to make sure they're taken care of? You know, so a lot of what I like to, you know, really relate is that you really need to have somebody who can guide you and educate you on what is available so that you know what might be able to help in your situation. So, you know, we like to make sure, especially me, that you're able to meet your goals and your dreams, Mm -hmm. no matter what's going on in your life. And those can change. You never know what's going to happen. Like, (laughs) you know, it's just one of those kind of things. But it's nice to be able to have somebody on your side when you're doing that. And also maybe somebody on your side that doesn't have maybe an emotional attachment as well, I would say, I would think too. Yes, yes. Because a a lot of people, you know, when they're looking at money situations, at financial situations, it kind of is an emotional thing. It's very emotional. And so you have to have somebody who can guide you that is not in it emotionally so that you can kind of keep that pragmatic, you know, thing going on. So. So I can still have my meltdowns and you can. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. It's just what I need. It's just what I need. Right. 
So um, what do you notice parents need help with the most? Is there is there any type of specific questions that they should ask or things that they should look for when they're starting to kind of go down this route? Well, one of the biggest things that parents, um, especially parents with special needs, need to look at is you need to make sure that you've got some life insurance for yourself and for your child because um, you want to make sure they're insurable going forward. And for yourself, in case something happens to you, that your child can still be taken care of. Because it's very important to make sure, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the future. Um, You know, you might want to look at disability insurance because, yes, life insurance is important. But what happens if, for some reason, you get disabled yourself and you can't work? How do you pay the bills? How do you do all of that kind of stuff? Okay. Um, So those are big things. Also, um, you want to consider things to the effect of a disability trust, Um, which is very important because especially once the child gets into becoming an adult, you're going to want to be able to get them on Social Security disability. Right. And looking into Social Security disability, well, there's caveats in the Social Security disability that you can only have a certain amount of money in their name. So you need to have a trust for them. Um, That's something, you know, we don't provide that service, but you can talk to a lawyer anything like that, um, who can help you put one of those together. But they're very important. Um, Also, you want to make sure that you're looking into what other avenues are available to save money for that child. And actually, um, the federal government passed a bill in 2017 Mm -hmm. that is called the 529-ABLE bill. And it works similar to a 529 college account. Most people have heard of those. Okay. That you can save money for your child to use towards college. Right. Well, the 529 ABLE account is actually where you can save money for your child as long as they become disabled before they're 26. And you can use that money for their care. And you can use it immediately. You don't Mm -hmm. have to, you know... Um, wait until they're 26 or 27 to be able to use it. It's You actually can sign up through the state website. Okay. And um, most companies don't do a lot with it because it is more of a federal and state-run um, right. entity. But you can sign up through your state website. Um, most of the states have adopted it. I can't tell you for sure if every single one has, but um, most of them have. Okay. And... Uh, so it's, it's been one of those nice things that you can put money away, you can use a debit card that comes with it to pay for clothes, food, you know, whatever anything they need. Anything independent living Any, wise, yes. potentially? Okay. Yes, anything like that. Okay. And you can put up to a certain amount in, you can invest it in mutual funds or whatever, you know, is available through that state, what they're giving you. And it's it works like that 529, as long as it's for their care, it's not taxable. And that's something that you can start now with them as a child. Like, so like Drayson's yes. 10. So if I wanted to start doing this now, I could put that in. And, right. And, right. and when he becomes of age. Right. And if fun. you have people like grandparents or, or friends that want to help out and they want to donate to that, they can as well. Wow, that's amazing. So, yeah, it's it's a really nice thing that the government came up with, and I don't think a lot of people know about it yet. Uh, yeah, no, that's just, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to think I know a lot, 
but I didn't either. Well, so. I have to I have to tell so. you the story behind <laughs> me realizing what it was sure. because I was still working for the financial planning company at the time, and um, my vice president came over and said, "Christina, there's this new thing that the government's looking at getting passed," and this was right before 2017. And he goes, "Why don't you look into it? It might be good for your son because he was injured." two days before he turned 25. Wow. And so he could fit into that. And I was like, this is really kind of cool. And I started looking into it. And I was in Indiana at the time, and they um, adopted it in Indiana in 2017. Okay. And then I moved here to Arizona, and Arizona adopted it in 2018. So, wow. you know, it's it's really just a neat Wow. And so platform. they can just – so anyone can look on their state – like the state government website? Yeah, if, for... if you look up on your state government website for, um, it should be called 529-ABLE, A-B-L-E, okay. or something to that effect. Um, I think Arizona might call it a stable account. Okay. But um, if you look under 529-ABLE, Able? Okay. you will be able to find it. Um, and if anybody ever has questions, you know, I'm always open to phone calls and things like that, That's too. Amazing. So. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's definitely an eye open eye opener for me too. And they can open that account before they turn twenty six. Is that yes. right? Yes. Okay. Wow. It's like a college account, so you can open it when they're little. You know, as soon uh-huh. as you find out that they may have a disability, you should right. be able to open it right away. Right away. And then you can, you know, put money into it however you want to. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. What um so what advice would you give parents if they're trying to delve down this rabbit hole, right? And I say rabbit hole because it's it's very extensive. There's lots of different ways and I would think that it has to be customized to their needs, right? Right. So what advice would you give to parents on how they should get started even looking into something like this? Is it, you know, I guess I'm I, I guess the reason why I'm asking is 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 you are a financial advisor, right? right. So I am. would that be the best route to talk to somebody, an expert in the industry? Or, I mean, I just don't want, I don't want y'all to go looking it up on Google and stuff. Okay, guys? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you, you really don't want to so. look it up on Google. Um, you know, the, the financial industry is so vast. And right. your best bet is to make sure that you do find a financial advisor that you trust. And go over your personal situation and find out what solutions work for you and your your unique needs. Because everybody's situation is different. Even people without, you know, special needs, people in their family, everybody is different. And so to find a financial advisor that, and, and I really say somebody that you trust, mm-hmm. because you're going to have to have this relationship with them. And... You know, it's just yeah, a it's big a, thing. It's an intimate conversation. It definitely but, yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and a lot of people don't like talking about it. Right. But if you can find somebody that you're comfortable with and right. you can just pour everything out there, let them know what your goals and your dreams are. You know, right. let them know what you want to be able to do for your family in the future. And even now, you know, what what's going to work best for you, um, you know, with with what I do, I do everything from helping people with a budget to, you know, investing to doing, you know, letting them know mm-hmm. that they need to get a trust or a will or, you know, things like right. that. So it is financial advice. It's not just 
putting money away for your child. So there's a big thing to making sure you get that done correctly. Right. Wow, that's amazing. So tell me a little bit about um, Thrivent. You work for, you're with Thrivent. So why don't, can you tell us a little bit about Thrivent and the history of the Um, company? Thrivent is a, you know, diversified financial services organization. And we really like to help people with financial clarity. Um, we, we like to enable you to live your life to the fullest and be generous to others at the same time. Because I, I think it's important, and so does Thrivent, that you give back to your community. You know, no, no matter what's going on, you, you want to mm-hmm. give back to the community. And Thrivent's huge on that as well. Um, one of their slogans is live generously. You know, Amazing. so it's great. Yeah. Um, and we do everything from offering advice, insurance, banking, um, generosity programs and products. And we do things over the phone. We can do them online as well as meeting with people personally. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we do a lot of things because of COVID just through, you know, right, Zoom calls right. and, and <laughs> virtual and doing that kind of stuff because people couldn't get out or... You know, even though we've got an office and Thriven is all over the United States and there's offices everywhere, um, we may not be working out of the office depending on what's going on. Right. You know, and so it's it's just one of those. But Thriven is a Fortune 500 company. Um, they have been around since, um, I'm trying to think the exact date, because I can never remember. But it's a long time. It's like since 2000 or since 1909 or something like that. Yeah. So they've been around for over 100 years. Okay. Um, (laughs) I hate giving wrong information. That's why, you know, I don't don't remember that certain fact. Um, They do carry an A++ rating from AMM. AM Best, which is the top rating that any financial company can get um, in that industry, which is amazing. Um, We always like to joke that, you know, we may not have gotten an A++ in school, but we're getting an A++ working through Thrivent. Better late than never. (laughs) (laughs) And AM Best is a credit rating um, agency, so that's the best that you can do. You know, it's it's one of those that even in the past 10 years, we've been getting those ratings. They're also one of the um, top ethical companies through Ethosphere, which is an ethics rating for any type of company, mm-hmm. but especially for financial planning companies and things. Um, they have been in the top with Ethos for the last 10 years. Wow. So it's not just a fly-by-night company. It's it's a very well-known company, mm-hmm. but we, we tease because it's probably the largest financial planning company that nobody knows about because they don't spend their money a lot on advertising and things like that. Um, it is a uh, fraternal organization, and so it is member-owned. And with that it's a nonprofit, and we can give back to our communities a lot easier. And wow. it's just amazing to be able to do that. Um, once you're a member, you can actually do what we call um, action teams. Okay. And I'm actually doing one right now. And what I'm doing is um, <coughs> Thrivent will give you 
uh, a gift card with a certain amount on it okay. towards your action team as a member. And I'm actually using that to buy teddy bears. And then I'm also doing a fundraiser for people to give teddy bears or something, you know, stuffed animals. And we're going to give those to a local police department because we want to give back to them. And they use them to give to kids that are in situations that, you know, maybe right. it's potential right you know, violence or things like that that they're checking on right so they they try to make them feel better and give them something to yeah little little teddy bear to hug little teddy bear to, hug sort of to make them feel better yes that's, it's very comforting in that that's amazing um, so you know based on thriving strengths and claims pain ability you know we we are such and, and I chose Thrivent because of these facts. I really wanted to be someplace that gave back and that was ethical. And I was just about to things. say, I can see why you chose to, right. to work for them. Yeah. That's amazing. So it's, it's just a really nice organization to work with. Everybody, you know, that I work with is amazing. Um, and they have wonderful products as well, and they do perform very well. So it's just kind of a nice place to, to go out and oh, look for busy. things like that. And like I said, they are all over the United States. So if, you know, you're not here locally to talk to me, there's somebody in your area. In your area. Yeah. So, and I have, I do have your information as well. So I will post that in the show notes for our audience so that if they want to, they can call or email you. Is that correct? And then yes. I also um, see a website link here for you as well. So there is. I can post that in the show notes for today. Are you, can you work with people outside of Arizona? I realize that we're in Arizona, but can you work with people outside of Arizona? I can. Um, right now I am licensed in 11 different states. Okay. So I can work with anybody in those states. Okay. And I can give you those states so that you can post them if you would like to. Sure. Too. Yeah. Um, but if somebody has questions and they're looking for somebody in their, you know, their area, okay. you're still welcome to reach out to me and I can put you in touch with somebody, somebody. if I can't work with you. Okay. So. Excellent. That's great. At the end of every episode, we want to do a story highlight for families celebrating their wins. And, of course, I want to continue doing a little bit of a story story moment um, to encourage parents and to also maybe have those laughable moments with our families. <laughs> I think it's so important. So if you have a story to share, please email it over to me at info at piecesformypuzzle.com. I would love to read your story and potentially feature it on an upcoming podcast. Today I'm going to tell you a little story about Drayson and his wardrobe malfunction. Um, <laughs> I have to laugh because uh, Drayson uh, just turned 10. He's starting to become more aware of just how he looks, which is, is odd to me because he's never really had an opinion about how he looks or if something doesn't appear right on him. I mean, I'm just happy if the kid puts on clothes and, you know, is able to be clothed for the day. So um, this story just happened just actually pretty recently. It was really funny, but I, Drayson can now go upstairs and independently get dressed for school, which for those of you in the special needs community know can be a very big deal, but he can now get himself dressed. He can go into the bathroom, comb his hair, brush his teeth, all of that stuff. And uh, my husband and I were downstairs getting ready for the day, and I could hear him kind of banging some drawers around, banging some 
you know, moving things around, kind of hustling in his room. And all of a sudden he started to call for, for my husband and I, he kept saying, mom and dad, mom and dad. So I finally went upstairs and he was sitting on the bed and he was crying. And I said, what's the matter? He said, I need different pants. And I got completely alarmed because Drayson has never openly said to me a need in terms of, I just need different pants. And he was crying on the bed. And when he stood up, I, <laughs> I realized that he had had a growth spurt. Oh, wow. <laughs> and um, it looked like he had on European caprice instead of pants. So um, I, <laughs> he was crying because he didn't like the way that his pants looked. So um, I, was, I tried not to laugh because the sight of him with looking like he had flood pants on was pretty funny. Um, and then I helped him kind of find a new pair of pants to put on and all was right with the world. But the big win for me was that Drayson was able to articulate how he looked. He was expressing a need to me. And that is something that really hasn't happened. So um, I hope that this doesn't create um, him becoming a prima donna with his clothes. But <laughs> <laughs> but it was definitely a win for me. So um, so I was over the moon happy about it. If you have a story that you'd like to share, please email us uh, once again at info at piecesformypuzzle.com. This concludes our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram if you haven't already. Um, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Pieces for My Puzzle. If you like what you're hearing, please spread the word to the community. Maybe you have a friend or family member uh, with a kiddo on the spectrum. And if you really like what you're hearing, please give us a good rating on your preferred podcast platform of choice. Until next time, keep working on your puzzle and, don't re and, and remember, you don't have to have it solved all in one day. Take care.